What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 53rd episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Dalton. With me is Ran. Hey, what's going on, man? Glad to be back. Absolutely. I love having you on every single time. What's going on? How are you? Oh, dude, I can't tell if I'm tired or wired, man. It's been a crazy weekend, man. <laughs> now I got to with Genshin. Uh, just took my kid to a monster truck show, uh, took him to Monster Jam. So I, I am pumping on adrenaline right now. That's awesome. You guys had a good time? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, anything that's got, you know, a loud engine and wheels, he is all over it, dude. So I that's mean, how 15, mine is, too. Yeah. So, I mean, 1,500 horsepower trucks jumping through the air and doing backflips. Yeah. I mean, he, he was all over it. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I, I'm jealous of the people who have, like, I think I've mentioned this a little bit, but I'm jealous of the people who've seen Monster Jam outside just because it's just like a whole nother beast when they're outside and they have a lot more room oh yeah i couldn't imagine if they tried to do like inside an arena like they had it out uh, atlanta motor speedway which is uh the big nascar track mm -hmm. so they set up a like a race course and a stunt course for them on the infield on the inside of the racetrack so you're still outside but nice. i couldn't admit they tried to do it like inside a stadium where the noise just be kind of like isolated yeah yeah i mean i think i'm deaf now i couldn't imagine <laughs> Yeah, we, I don't like, I probably should, but I don't wear headphones when mm -hmm. we go or like earmuffs. Oh, but yeah. As no, soon we... as they, yeah, as soon as they started up, start up their engines, my, my son will just like clap his hands to his ears because he's like, oh no. And then like we give him the, <laughs> the earmuffs. But like, I think because like I'm so used to working around like really like fast, heavy running, like he heavy, fast running machinery. That's how words work. Okay. Um, that like I'm just so used to the noise, especially when it's like in an open area, because I'm always inside a building with like loud machines running. So it doesn't really bother me as much. But yeah, my kid hates it. He's just like clap, oh. like he's ecstatic, but the noise bothers him. I guess. Yeah, no, we we definitely had to take the headphones for him because sometimes when they're driving like right in front of him, we're like yeah, you need to put these on. I don't want you being deaf by the time you're 20. So, but no, man, he, he had a good time, man. He got a, he got some new toys. Got a t-shirt. He got a gravedigger mug that lights up with a big skull face on it. So, oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, he 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 is kitted out. That's awesome. Oh, <clears throat> everything's so expensive though. Oh, dog! I, I love paying twelve dollars for some really terrible nachos with melted cheese on them. I love so. paying twelve dollars for a bottle of water. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> but that's ain't where you go, man. That's just sporting events. They murder you. I know. It it reminds me of uh, going to like Van's Warp Tour when I was younger. And wow, you just that's have... something I haven't heard in forever. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. So, yeah, like <laughs> going to Van's Warp Tour, and we would go to uh, the one in Scranton because that was the closest one to us. Mm -hmm. And uh, which is like, if for anyone who watches The Office, yes, that's Scranton, Pennsylvania, where like The Office okay. is going on. I was, like, was going to ask, of... like, do I want to ask the question, but yeah. I'm not going to. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Freaking yeah. Dunder Mifflin out there. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, but it's on top of this. Uh, mountain called montage mountain and you are just baking in the sun and it is like the perfect place for them to scam you on like a 20 bottle of water because believe me if you don't buy like if you don't shell out that 20 dollars for that bottle of water you are going down mm -hmm. yeah what, what, what else you gonna do <laughs> yeah and i remember just like i remember there was like sprinklers and they weren't <laughs> even like sprinklers they were like hoses with like pinholes in them that were like squirting water 
and people would just stand in front of them with their mouths open, just drinking this like. Oh my god! I mean, like when we were younger, right? Oh, yeah. oh like, dude, I drank from the fountain. Drank, <laughs> yeah, you drank from the water hose, right? So like, oh hell yeah, yeah. So mm, I think, copper. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> turned out all right. I think. <laughs> like so, I hope so. Yeah, I just remember that, and that's what like going to any sporting event where everything is like double the price that you would get in like a regular store like i remember going to monster jam and finding the toys in target mm-hmm. that they sold at monster jam and they were literally like nine dollars and here i was paying like 25 35 dollars for something oh sure because the kids are at the event they see it i want it now and you're like oh, oh yeah I mean, it's like well either i shell out the money or i listen to a crying screaming kid for the rest of the event what are you gonna do yeah put so, on earmuffs <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> here, shut up and eat your snow cone <laughs> All right. Um, So we have a little bit of news, not a whole lot, but we are going to get into that eventually. And then if you haven't done Nahida's second story quest, we are going to touch on this lightly. Uh, I'm not going to go over every grueling detail because there's a lot of stuff in there. Um, But they sprinkled a little bit about uh, some of like some things that I would say that I would expect in an Archon quest. Um, And I think they're really interesting to talk about. So. Um, and also, if you haven't done Nahida's story quest, you need to hurry up because you need that weekly boss so you can start farming for the upcoming characters that are coming out. Yeah, um, no, the the new boss is great. I, I They keep throwing new weekly bosses at us. Like, we just got um the Wanderers fight as well. Yep. And so now we got this, and yet our resin cap is still the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's I wonder me. if it's ever going to change. It has to. They can't just keep doing it unless they're going to start forcing players to prioritize. Um, but that doesn't sound like a good move that I would make. Um, but when I you feel say like prioritize, what do you mean? Like, so it, like, like I'm building this character, so I need to do these week, this weekly boss, and I, but I don't need these maps from this one, so I'm not going to do this weekly boss. Like, well, I don't need anything from the child fight, so I guess I'm not going to do the child fight until I need his materials for whatever. Yeah, but I still like doing it just because I had the chance to get billets. Um, you get more of the gems for ascending. You get a bunch of random artifact crap. Dream solvents. Um, yeah, yeah, the dream solvents are important. So, like, I don't expect them to just you know give us a monster load of resin, but they could bump it up like a bit, like raise it to like two hundred. Yeah, you know, just just give us a little bit more of a buffer to play with because right now, like, I've got like. 18 fragile resin right now just because i don't use them a whole lot mm-hmm. but even still it would be nice not to have to look well i, I want to grind artifacts or i want to grant ascension materials and not have to weigh that against while well, i also need to do weekly bosses but i've done my three half ones so now they're 60 that's a yeah, lot it is i also think they need to like uh ease up on like the restrictions right because if you're, especially for a free-to-play player or someone who isn't, like, dead set on, like, collecting every character and they're only pulling on certain characters, like, why would they want to waste their resin on three weeklies or two weeklies that they're not going to need materials for? Yeah. And yeah. I I think it, you know, yeah, sure, if you want to keep it up to three weeklies, that's cool with me, like, because I know there's people out there who play now and they don't even do their weekly bosses because they don't need to. And they'd mm-hmm. rather use that resin for artifact farming. And so, which I got to say, like, I've gotten to that point now 
where I'm just kind of like, I don't really need to do these weekly bosses anymore, and I need artifacts, like a lot of them, so maybe I will, but I always end up just doing the weekly bosses, just because, like you said, you get a bunch of good rewards from it, and yeah, it's great, but if I could just do three Apeps in a row, I'd rather just do that. Oh, yeah, but you can only claim the Apep, like, you can only claim one boss fight per week, so. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I, I'm kind of like the same way, man. It's like, I hit my three, and then, like, in the morning, if I, I don't feel like grinding artifacts today, I will do, like, one other, like, 60 resident weekly boss, like, in a morning. And then I might do one more the next day. And try and space it out to, like, kind of, like, ease the damage. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, man, it's like, it's, it's you know, it's Wednesday, man. The, today is Praxis Day. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Or, That's you know, the thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, I felt I feel the same way, probably even more so when it comes to farming the boss material for a character's ascension because you got to do it so much and it costs 40 resin. And I'm just like I don't want to use 40 resin for just one run when I could use 40 resin for two runs of artifacts. Yep. And it's just like And even when I am farming it, just let me make it condensed. Take 80 and give me a like Make it use 80 resin and then just let me get double the rewards. Instead of making me run it every time and making me spend 40. You let me use condensed on everything else. Oh, dude, if they would let us use condensed resin on bosses, I'm, I am like, I'm trying to build up uh, Sucrose right now. Mm-hmm. And I am so tired of beating the crap out of Beth. I am so tired uh, of beating up that Nemo Cube. Yep. It's not a hard fight. It's just, I go in there, I smack it. It's just getting tedious. Yep. But Oh, I've been there. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just the end game right now, I guess. And the worst is, like, when you're trying to level characters that use that same boss. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not 46 of the... <clears throat> excuse me, it's not 46 of the boss material that you need now. It's 92, I think that's what the math is. But, like, it's a lot. Oh, yeah, dude. It's like, I am... Like, after I finished grinding the materials for... Uh, I think it was Jaylan who needed the Ruin Snake... Yep. Uh, in the chasm, and I think Kuki needed the ruined snake in Kuki the definitely chasm. needs it. Yeah, and there's someone else that needs it now. Um, I can't remember who, but I pretty much told them no. And uh, I think I think they're stuck at like level sixty somewhere. I can't remember who it was. I think it's Yunjin, like, maybe. Yes, I maybe. Could but I know that there's oh. the character I was going to work on, and I was, or was it Hazo? Hazo, Hazo needs the. It is Hazo. Yeah, I think Yunjin needs the uh, the Golden Wolf Lord from Inazuma. Yeah, and yeah, Hazo. I was like, oh well, Hazo is kind of neat. I need to build up an Nemo character, and it's like, oh, you got to grind a Ruin Snake. It's like I am not touching the Ruin Snake like for another year. I just yeah. 90'd out Kuki and Yelan. Sorry, Hazo, you get to warm the bench. Yep. So that's, that's why we're loving Zucros. Well, enjoy leveling Sucrose. I should have did that like early <coughs> on in my playthrough, and I just never did because I just didn't like her design. I didn't like really care for her as a character, and man, am I regretting it now. I'm, I'm the same way. I think I warmed up to her after this last uh, Windbloom event yeah, um, because I really appreciated her interaction with Kali a lot. Yeah. Um, and since I broke it, I was like, well, I'll, I'll give her a try because my other only Nemo character I have leveled is Jean. Um, and Jean's great. I love Jean. But just having Sucrose, I'm running her with my Dea and my Yelan. And I just run in there and Yelan hits her skill, hits him with water. Sucrose hits him with the swirl. 
going with Dea, hit him with the elemental skill that applies the pyro, swap at the sucrose, hit him with swirl again, and just cycle through, and it's been great. That's awesome. Then so. you got like props from people in co-op that said your Dea was like the best Dea they've seen. I did. We'll we'll talk when we talk about the new boss. We'll touch back on that because that's actually where where I got compliments on that. So all right, cool. All right, yeah, sorry we for get... run us off on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're good. Before we get into the news, I am going to read a review. Uh, I'm going to see if you can guess who this character is. Okay? Oh, okay. All right. When I'm done, <laughs> it's going to be very uh, uh, unique. Like I, I don't think you're going to expect it. I don't know how good it's going to be, but I'm going to do my best, and I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to keep going. Um, okay, I'm ready. All right, you ready? All I right, so this so is ready. a – I don't think you're – yeah, because I didn't put it in the in the show notes. But uh, this is from Great Britain. I haven't read a review, I don't think, from a country outside of the United States. But thank you, Great Britain, for leaving this review. This is by Ben Ware on Apple Podcast. Five-star review. Title of the review is Great Chill Podcast. And here you go. I hope I'll – yeah, I'll let you guess, and we'll see if you can get it. I'll let it go. I was looking for a Genshin Impact podcast, and the resonance was first in the search. The hosts are relaxed and level-headed, through with their thoughts and entertaining at the same time. I find the episodes breeze by, and I'm left wanting for more each week. Mostly a discussion of current game events upcoming content and some lore while light on the in-depth strategy combat meta rabbit hole that other podcasts seem to fall into. This Discord community is very friendly as well. Five out of five would highly recommend. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so all I heard that entire thing is, an eternity of pain! So I'm gonna say (laughs) Azdaha? Yeah. (laughs) Fantastic. Oh, yeah, that was good. All I heard was like, Morax! <laughs> like, okay. And all you saw was like a tail coming out of the ground. Yes, freaking electro tail sticking up. <laughs> no, that was good, man. That was that was solid. Woo. Okay, wow, I'm sweating after that one. I can't believe I, I told myself I was going to commit, and I did. Mm. Uh, thank you for that review. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that one. I was saving that one for a little bit. Um, oh, that, that, that was that was well done. I'm, I'm waiting for the day where you're gonna make me read one of these things. Oh, I can next time. Next time. Oh, fantastic! Oh, yeah, bring it on. Just 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 let me know ahead of time so I got at least a second to prepare. You got just you got it. Fantastic. If you guys want to leave a review for us? You can head over to Apple Podcast. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. What you like? What you don't like about the show? Uh, it helps the show out a lot. And you can also, like Ben Ware, put in your character preference, and we'll read it on the show for you guys in that character's voice. Um, and hopefully it's entertaining. <coughs> Very entertaining. Other than that, we are on Twitter, at HoyoCast. Ran, I gotta say, the, I could never do what you do on Twitter. <laughs> oh, please. I, mean, I, I try to pull like a post or two a day. Sometimes we get, we get some decent hits. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're keeping up and going, man. We're, we're, we're slowly growing, and I'm glad to see it. It's great. Uh, we're, also on, fun with it. <laughs> we're also on Discord, discord.me forward slash the resonance. Uh, we haven't done a community event in a while. I think the last thing we did is we watched an anime movie. But uh, we got to do something. I think that a TCG event is uh, is is due at this point. So we'll we probably still got to do the that. teapot race. We got to do the teapot maze slash race. We got to do, I know, I've been slacking on that with all the content coming out, and I ran out of vi- adeptal vials to, like, like fast make stuff, and 
yeah, I've I've got to get on it. It's also I keep building characters, so I keep using my realm currency on like yeah heroes wit and mora and but we are we're we're gonna do it we're gonna do it uh but you guys can join the discord it's a lovely time in there everybody's super friendly if you need help farming for materials need help with artifact domains or weekly bosses whatever it is uh there's a bunch of lovely friendly helpful people in there uh no our our community is great dude it's like you hear like a lot of people have trouble with fandoms when it comes to games um like league gets a lot of flag for its community um like fate grand order gets a lot of flag for its community um and even like genshin a lot of time gets flagged for it but our just like the everybody in our discord is chill dude like i'm really comfortable with it everybody's super helpful i don't think i've had issues with anybody if you like building a team in genshin that you just like because you just like those characters and you don't really know what you're doing and you're looking for help and you're just like hey can you can I get help with this build and you post a build of like Barbara with like uh I don't know let's uh like cr- like a four piece crimson witch of flames artifact set if you uh, post that and you're like hey can I get help no one's going to be like why crimson witch of flames Oh and why we got people set? that actually know what they're doing too like like Neko or Neku and Yutsu and everyone everybody Flame the, oh man Oh yeah Flame oh my god yeah no these Flame these is literally a Genshin there. Impact encyclopedia <laughs> Oh, but no, they, every time I look on there, like, hey, this is how you should try and build this up. I'm like, you know what? This makes a lot more sense what I'm trying to do, so. Yep. <clears throat> okay, let's hop into the news. Uh, our pre-banter pretty much covered this. New boss, Guardian of Apep's Oasis, uh, who is Apep, obviously, but uh, unlock criteria for Apep is Nahida Story Quest, which we're going to be talking about in the second half of the show. Um, which is Act 2 Homecoming. You'll complete that to unlock the domain, the Realm of Beginnings, uh, where you can get three new character level-up materials uh, that you will need for, I believe, Talons, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, And there's three phases to this. So after the first phase of the battle, uh, so you're going to basically fight, like, the actual dragon, but in its kind of, like... um, uh, like not revital. Form? Yeah, it's corrupted form. Thank you. Um, and then after that, the heart of the oasis is going to drop down onto a plant, and you're going to need to protect it uh, by attacking the monsters that come out to kind of destroy it. And then once you defeat all those monsters and the bar fills up, those monsters go away. The heart goes back up, and then you fight the purified or revitalized form of the uh, of Apep. And that's pretty much it. But there's three phases. I don't think we have a a weekly boss of three phases. I know Scarmouche has two. Signora has two. Child has three. Child, oh, yeah. Child does have three, technically. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Signora kind of has three. Does she? Just the, well, fi- you, uh, the ice You fight fire. her. Then she turns into ice. She fight oh. her regular. Then she turns into ice. You got to do the icing with the crimson butterflies. True. And then she turns fire. That is true. You're um, right. But now Storm Terror single phase. Um Raiden is two phase? Yeah. Raiden does a yeah, I guess two phase. Because you fight her by herself and then in her new like form. Yeah. And then Azdaha. Um, well, uh yeah. Azdaha kind of just like changes on a whim. Yeah, he just he's he cycles, he goes well, does he cycle he, yeah, he just changes on a whim. But I think he goes to like two other elements depending on how the fight goes. True, true. <clears throat> but how do you no, feel about this boss like how do you like it 
I really like this boss. Uh, so this boss from like the three stages of the fight reminds me a lot of like the old World of Warcraft raids I used to do mm-hmm. because they are very distinct phases. Like you go in there, there's there's a Bosch DPS rush where it's very kind of like a basic get in there, do damage. Um, and then it changes and the entire mechanic completely shifts towards like, okay, now it's time to fight ads, what we would call like the small monsters. Yep. Um, but you still got to focus like, hey, you know, we're fighting these or there's sometimes you'll have the, um, was it the protective proliferating organisms or what I call them just the little trees that show up. And it's like, hey, you can't kill the ads right now because they're being protected. So now you got to focus on the trees, kill them, then kill the little ads. And you do this like four or five times. And then it shifts hard again into the, like the last third fight where it's doing these huge AOE attacks. It's like get in the bubble, don't stand in the poop. And yep. it's just, it's really, really good. I, I really enjoy this fight. I appreciate what they've done with it. I like it. I think it's a very beautiful fight. I like that there is like a protection phase because you don't really see that in any of the other weekly bosses here. Um, the only, I, I don't know what it is. It maybe is just because the skarmush fight may be like a little bit more a little bit harder if you don't know exactly what you're going into and with the skarmush fight i will admit i still don't understand the first phase um okay usually i run up with randoms and i just run there and start smacking stuff i know you're supposed to get the crystals you're supposed to do some kind of like elemental synergy against his attacks or something with the things that are on the ground yeah you're Um, supposed to like step on like i know if you go in, you step on the electro one. He maybe does an electro skill, and then if you step on the other electro sigil on the ground on the other side, it like stuns him. Okay, yeah, I, and that's I, all I know. But I like you. I just kind of I yeah. go, run straight into him, and I just try to mill him down as fast as possible. Yeah, and I usually roll the randoms on it. So even if I don't know the fight, everybody else seems to. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> it just um, seems like compared to that fight. This was like cake. Yeah. So the thing that gets that I I can tell that people are still learning the fight. Um, when I did this weekly boss the first time, you could tell that people didn't know it because it's like he's getting ready to do his AOE attack, and they're like, you know, you got to get in the bubble, and people just did not get in the bubble. They they can just tank it like they do anything else, and oh, no. he he will just straight up just one shot you. I don't care how much hit points you have, you're going down. Yep. Um. So we had that. We had to run like three times. I think I actually streamed that one on Twitch when I was doing my weeklies. But but I said when I just had this last one, I said I got props uh, for uh, for my Dea build because we made it all the way to this phase, and he's going to do AOE, and I got in a bubble, and one other person who's running a Barbara got in the bubble, and the other people who's running like a Yoimiya and a Wander do not get in there, and they got nuked. So for like the entire third phase, it was just my Dea and then Barbara. Oh dang! And but I mean, we beat the crap out of that thing. Nice. Um, just through the vape and Barbara just doing the heels and keeping it up. And at the end, I was like, "Great, great heels, Barbara." They're like, "Oh, great day!" I was like, "You did good." I'm like, "Ah, oh, oh, day feel good." Oh, day, I got some props. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so it was good to see. If somebody said something about day besides fixer. I'm happy. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I was very excited. But no, I've really, really enjoyed this fight. I think that. It's also following a unique theme. Have you noticed that also with the Dendro Cube, we have a heal phase as well? Uh, yes, that I did realize, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a lot of like fight it, but fix it, then fight it and fix it. So yep. 
It's an ongoing theme, but I appreciate them mixing it up anyway. I do too. All right. We got new part of the Gourmet Tour Leeway's Cuisine Collection. This is issue number four. I feel like this one was a long time coming. This is Almond Tofu. Isn't this um, isn't this like Xiao's favorite food? I believe it is. Yeah, that sounds about right. This one is just so, like, he uses the churner mm-hmm. to make, like, the... My wife wants to make almond milk. And I'm going to show her this video, and I'm going to be like, this is how you make almond milk. And she's going to be like, I don't want to make it anymore. I just want to oh, buy it. Oh, yeah, when he like, so- he, like, soaks it overnight in the milk and then, like, strains it and everything else. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is almond dew. I'm like, man, get away from me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, that's a lot of work. <laughs> Do you see the, like, dongo, like, uh, balls that he had, too? Uh, yeah. Did you see what he did with the dongo balls at the end of it all? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. This dish looked amazing. I was like, I will never make this. looks fantastic, though. It looks like a flower. Yeah, no. When he did the multi-layers and then he fried it and the, then the oil, like, caused it to, like, you know, blossom. I was like, this is amazing. This is, like, probably the most fascinating one that i think i've watched yet yeah no but well between like all they did like he like made the jars like he made the honey mixtures um he made the the sugar stuff and it's like and then when he did the almond milk or the almond dew or whatever it everything you see is like hey we did this thing now it's got to sit for like a day and then i did this thing and then it's got to sit for like a day it's like this is a very this is not a i'm gonna do this in an afternoon recipe oh yeah no this This was something you prepare for Oh yeah, this but uh the way it came out, man, it, it looked great. Um but yeah, it was it was really, really good. Yeah. And it, um, it is uh Xiao's favorite dish because he's on the front cover of the thumbnail of the of the video and he's on the end too. Yeah. Um Very I also cool. want to say something. I really like uh the sound work that they put in these. Um oh, yeah. it's just the sound and like even like he was just like stoking the fire and he's like hitting like the charcoal or the uh the wood chips and it's just making that just a really crisp sound like this just sounds really good too every time he's stirring or pouring like when he's pouring honey i'm kind of like oh (laughs) (laughs) it's very relaxing it is it's a very therapeutic video check it out it's on hoya lab if you guys want to they're great i i these things inspire me every single time i watch them If, if only i wasn't so lazy i would actually go and try to make this stuff but like in a simplified version like obviously those lotus flower crisps they're not getting done there's no way <laughs> but like i want to try like a simplified version of these we have fulminating sandstorm event desert disaster control this is a new event it's going on from the 21st of april so it, it just went live like three days ago um it's going to go to the first of may i believe and it'll end at four o'clock server time to be eligible for this event, you need to be adventuring 28 or above and complete the Archon Quest and New Star approaches. Um, during this event, it comprises of five challenges. On the first day of the event, two challenges will unlock. Um, and then a new challenge will unlock every day after that. Uh, newly unlocked content can only be accepted after you complete the previous day's challenge. Um, and during the event, we will help Academia researchers use the Wenat Slayer cannon in various phases to defeat the Wandering Wenat and win rewards. Yeah, How do you imagine, like this event? Okay, so it is just kind of like a, you know, uh, defend the defend the thing, uh, beat the monsters kind of fight. 
Um, it's a, it's very much a combat event as far as like the mechanics go. It's fine. Hmm. Um, however, I did make it to the third one where you get to actually use the cannon itself, and that was neat. Okay, um, I, I will say that my favorite part about this event, um, aside from the free like ninety primos you get per day, um, is just the concept of getting revenge on these bastards. Oh, just, okay. So I see. They're the ones that like are like uh, roaming around, and they're part of the puzzles and stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, the white nuts that come up, and they uh, and they yeah. Like the first thing I, I'm going to explore the Sumeru Desert, and oh, what's this green circle underneath me? And then I just get you know kicked in the butt by this giant waynut spike thing. I'm like, well, this is awful. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I appreciated that it built into the world, um, but I'm very much glad to be able to start uh, blasting them back. So I really do appreciate that part of this event. Wow, I'm gonna have to. I haven't touched it yet because I've I've just been like tunnel vision into the world quest, 100%ing the area, all that stuff. So I'm I'm excited to get into it and actually try it. But um, I like the rewards: you got weapon yes. ascension materials, hero's wit, prima gems, more mystic enhancement, or all like the important things. But but yeah, that does sound like fun because I would love to get revenge on them as well. Oh yeah, no, it, it's definitely worth it. So uh, I appreciate it. Um. The dynamic between the new characters and the new researchers um, is okay. Um, so I want to see how it's going to end up for the two of them uh, with their diff- diff- different differentiating ideologies, we'll say, um, when it gets mm. to the end. It's like, it's like they're working together, but they kind of can't stand each other, but they do. But it's, it's, it's okay. There seems to be like a lot of couples that work together that have trouble working together in Sumeru. Mm, I get what you're saying. You think you could see this event coming back? No. No. With okay. the theme, I know I can see these researchers possibly coming back with like, Something you know, future new. like little mini events. Oh, hey, you helped us with this challenge. Now we're trying to make this. Um, I see that happening. Like we just had the one with the, um, the, the resin. Yeah. The fun guy. We had the fun guy come back, which is great. Uh, anything that you're going to start doing with the fun guy, with the Mechanicus and the, the Pokemon battles, I'm all for it. I love it. Um, we had the other researcher came back with the resonating stone combat event we just did. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the same one that came back. Hey, you helped me out last time. I'm doing it again. It's like, I see a lot of that happening, but I mean, the game seems to do that. Like we got recurring event hosters. I mean, you get the Arataki game that seems to like want to do something like once a year as well. That's great. They can do like five so, a year. I, I don't think anybody would complain. Not that I ever know of. No. Um, cool. But I mean, but yeah, it's, it's it's a combat event. So, but I mean, it's it's easy enough. The rewards are good. Um, but yeah, it, it's fun. Sweet deal. All right, and then we got the Unfathomable Sand Dunes, which is the second Sumeru OST album. This album, you can listen to it on iTunes or Apple Music or Spotify. I'm assuming uh, it is on YouTube as well. Um, so if you guys want to check it out, it is there. 108 tracks between three records, Sandstorm Remembrances, Desert Exodus, and Battles of Sumeru 2. Um, a lot of good tracks on here. Which one is your favorite? Uh, mine right now is going to be uh, Her Wishes, which is uh, disc one, track 30. Um, it's actually, uh, you can get it in your teapot, Um and I can't remember. I think it's like spin crystal number like ninety something. Um, but it's just it's like you got like them um like the vocal like the soft soothing vocals in the background, a little bit of piano music, very smooth, very simple, just very relaxing. I really appreciate that. 
Um, mm-hmm. Dance of the Scorpions uh, is further also on disc one. Um, is also uh, really good. But, I mean, all of these, I mean, they got, each album has its own, like, hour and a half long YouTube video. Yep. So, but, uh, no, I mean, the music in Sumeru, um, I haven't had a chance to get through disc two and disc three yet. But even with the new area, uh, as I, without going in too heavy into the spoilers, um, it's just, it just keeps getting better. And, like, I agree. All, Everything in Sumerian, just music-wise, has been great. I mean, the desert music's desert music, so you feel that in like every video game. But they did, they did go with what they got. Um, I feel like, as far as like to compare it in video games, like the height of desert music for me was um, Memories of Dust from Near Automata. Yep. And then I would put this like just a little bit below that as with the mm. desert theme. Yeah, but then when you get into the areas to where, like in the new one with the, um, oh God, how you do this without spoiling, um, the realm of Farquet, um, a lot of the stuff like the Sumeru, the rainforest, it's just it's so good, and the live action, so the, the the live orchestra versions are so much better. And when we go to Fontaine, it's got really really big shoes to fill. Yeah, I would I I don't know, right? Like I never really <clears throat> listened to a lot of the different instruments that are in Sumeru before, like obviously because it's based on like m- like more Middle Eastern like culture and so we're going to get more of those instruments that are in that kind of music and I love it. It's so good. And I never like really heard of heard it before until I played this game and then you know, I actually really love it. And the way that they just compose it all is really great. And like you said, I remember they did that live orchestra version in like oh, the it woods. Was, oh, oh, dude, it was, it was phenomenal. It was good. It was amazing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I can definitely see what you're saying, right? Like Fontaine has a lot of big shoes to fill. And Fontaine being, you know, based on like France, I don't know. Like it's yeah. going to have a completely different sound, but I already know. No pun intended. It's like they're gonna blow it out of the water. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I, I love the music in Mondstadt. Um, but if it falls back to being very similar to Mondstadt, I can't help but feel like it's going to be a step backwards. Oh, it will. Like it would be a step backwards. I'm not saying it actually will be like Mondstadt, but yeah, it would it would be a step back. I don't think it will be though. Yeah, I just feel like that they just they, they ingrained so much culture in the Sumero music. And not saying that they didn't in previous ones, like they did a lot with Inazuma as well, I feel like. Um, yeah. But that theme just didn't really click with me. Um, it felt more mm-hmm. abrasive, but maybe that's just Inazuma in general. I, did, I didn't like Inazuma. It was too It was too hostile. I got tired of like everything trying to murder me all the time. <laughs> yeah, but you got the Wenats attacking you now. So Yeah, but I mean, the Wenats are still like in their own little area, and I can just run away from the Wenats, but it's like everywhere you turn in Inazuma, oh, there's a samurai who wants to kill me. It's like, oh, you go over here, the bird wants to kill me. I'll go here, the, the air wants to kill me. It's like, I hate everything here. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right you're right so no in, uh sumero was definitely a breath of fresh air so just music layout and i feel like they've just done a great job and like i so said with the new area um have you have you completed the the new area the story yep yeah i'm all done okay with that. yep yeah so once you do everything with the oasis that whole the music in that whole area i i could just i could just sit there and just go afk and let Nahida swing on her little dendro swing and just listen to the music, and I would be good for like the day. 
Nice. So it is really good. I do enjoy it. So okay. yes, yeah. So yeah, go listen to the uh, Unfathomable Sand Dunes uh, soundtrack. It's very, very, very good. I agree. Okay, let's take a break. This is your last spoiler warning. We are going to touch on some tidbits from Nahida's second story quest, Homecoming. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We aren't going to do Wish of the Week. Um, so, like I said, if you haven't done Nahida's story quest and you don't want to be spoiled, turn back now, pause the episode, uh, or you can listen to the music and then pause it. Up to you. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to talk about that when we come back. And we are back from our break. Uh, Nahida story quest. It's it's kind of like it's very short. At least to me, it was pretty short. Like I think it only took me like an hour to go through. Um, but right off the bat, they hit you with some like really trippy stuff, right? So we have. I don't want to go into like every single detail, but the first thing that we kind of run into is this elemental key that Nahida has in her hand and she kind of is just like holding it it's just like pure elemental energy she doesn't exactly know what she's supposed to do with it again they they hint at this a lot literally in almost every single Sumeru update where Nahida is present they hint or the traveler has like this internal dialogue with himself about like how oh he doesn't like he still didn't tell Nahida about like uh, greater Lord Ruka Devada and her past, and she still doesn't know. And Nahida like senses that there's something missing, but she doesn't know what it is. And we're just like, oh, we know. Which like you like, I feel like the traveler just like should just tell her. You would, like, but wasn't the whole point of her like not to like reflect back, but to like try like evolve and move on as the new Dendro Archon? Yeah. I just, it doesn't fit, like, keeping stuff like that just doesn't fit the Traveler's personality to me. Like, I feel like the Traveler is just this very upfront person and, like, very honest and open. And then, like, this is, like, a very stark contrast to that. But maybe that's just me. I think that he's doing it kind of, like, in, in almost like a like a like a protective kind of way, maybe it's like yeah, we could do yeah. this whole thing, but it's a very emotionally impactful thing for her to re- reflect on, you know, basically what she lost, right? Um, and so maybe it's kind of like if I do it, it will hurt her. True. So yeah. maybe it's better to let her learn and come into it on on her own terms as she evolves. But I mean, a lot of Sumeru, like as you see, is Nahida's trying to come into her own and take this take her stand as the new dendro archon is yeah, like yeah that kind of would like hurt it a little bit honestly yeah well it's just like everything in this area just has been very very against her yeah um you know, i mean from the academia to apep to just everything has just been she's had to had to overcome like 
a lot. Like she's pretty starting from scratch and having to establish herself, which is what we haven't had to see for an Archon. That is true. Yeah. So yeah, because we had one person who was just like very, you know, fly by the seat of their pants. Then we had one person who was just like protecting their nation, but also watching it get almost destroyed. Then we had an Archon who was literally destroying their nation, and now we have a nation destroying their Archon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's but yeah i was like the whole thing with the uh, riding like riding like had an idea but then kind of went a little crazy with it yeah. um yeah jong lee went pretty much purely hands off he's like yeah i'm done with this i'm going into retirement yep um and yeah but like, then, like nahida came up there and we're like hey i'm the archon they're like yeah shut up go in prison <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's like, you're not our guy. We had our old guy. And then she goes up and then you meet Apep. And it's kind of like, yeah, it's like, I'm, you know, we're going to do this thing. It's like, yeah, I just, I hate you. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing that we see is Nihita. We follow a floating hydrofungus that we find out is actually not a fungi. It's actually just pure elemental life form energy probably the best way to describe it and it can talk so we're getting like it's like pokemon where like pikachu talks for the first time oh that's <laughs> that's like not, a sin upon man right? yeah no my that's <laughs> dark memories um so we learn that they came from an ancient race that lived in peace until the apocalypse 500 years ago and they are able to talk because of, um, I guess, the forbidden knowledge. Is that how it went? So, um, yeah, I think it was, uh, it's a way of adapting. Ah, uh, that's that, right. They did. Yeah. Adapting mm -hmm. was like a big theme. Yeah. Their whole thing is like they adapt their forms based on their environment. And they adapt their ways to communicate. That's why it can talk to the other fungi, but it can also talk to Nahida and to the Traveler and stuff. Right. Yep. Um, and we kind of help this elemental life form and try to find out, like, why this elemental life form is here and where their home is because they, like, I feel like that's another thing. A lot of people and creatures in Sumeru, they forget a lot. Yes. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of being lost. There's a lot there's a lot of roaming. Um, like you got like all the air the Aramites, for instance, like they don't call a certain place home. True. You know, they're like, true. oh we're you know, we're in the desert, no, but we kind of do our thing and some are looking for a place to settle down, some are off doing mercenary work. There's there's a lot of unestablishment, we'll say. Yep. So we're walking around Sumeru trying to find clues and learn more about these elemental life forms and find their homes, which they're just fungi like to, to, to like the naked eye, but really they're more than that. You know, the traveler uses his vision and then you can see like they glow so that you know that they're made up of energy and not just, they're not just fungus. Um, but we're brought to the withering zone where we learn that the withering zones are where these elemental life forms met their end. This is where they died. 
Yeah, it was like their the final form that they take. Yep. And uh, that because was... of the apocalypse, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's so... like the the corruption. They devolved into it because they couldn't return home. Right. And so this whole time, it's like the Hillitrolls, right? It's like mm-hmm. the whole time that we're killing Hillitrolls, we never knew that they were, you know, Conrians that were cursed and turned into these monster-looking humanoids, and now we have. These elemental, these sweet elemental life forms that only wanted to go home and they can't, and now we're destroying them. Which I mean, like you, you you're kind of like putting them out of their misery. Which I guess you could maybe say about the Hillitrolls, but like with the withering, it's like they're already gone. So like, there's no way for them to like come back, right? Like it's not like the Hillitrolls where it's a possibility that we may be able to like undo the curse, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, even like them would like the. The life form that we're talking, the that we're speaking with, the fungi, or for lack of a better word, um, was it? Was, does it have a name? What like Nur? I think was it Nur or was that the child's name? Uh, I think Nur was the child's name. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Nur was the child. Okay. Yeah. No, you're good. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it but does no, have a name. I just don't remember what it is. Yeah, and. It's like the you. I forgot. I even forgot we were talking about. It. I had an entire thought and then I completely lost it. Um, but yeah, so it's like they were going in there, and the entire thing for the withering zones like they've wreathed corruption because they it was the corruption for the apocalypse. They couldn't get home, and this element is like trying to get the traces of their energy so it can take them home. Right. Yep. And it's like I guess like the withering zones are the culminations of these fun of these life forms that met the rent that did not have the opportunity to go home which is just depressing yep yeah it's crazy and then and so uh paimon kind of like draws similarities to like devalin so i think the community is like up in arms about how like every single archon has like a pet yeah right because then we we finally learn about apep and which is the weekly boss that we talked about in the beginning of the episode and in our pre-banter and so, and this is a dragon, right? So now everybody's like, oh, every every Archon has a dragon. So, you know, Venti has Devalin, and Zhongli has Azda, and we have, you know, uh, Nahida with Apep, uh, who is apparently older than Devalin. I didn't know that, but that's true. Um, and, you know, obviously, like, when you see Apep, you're kind of just like, oh, yeah, I can see, like, how, you're, you know, you're older, like, you're, you're a bigger, oh, yeah. <laughs> much bigger dragon. Oh um, yeah, and so like, what? Wh- where's Raiden's? Where's Raiden Shogun's? Where's Eyes' pet? I f- I feel like that Eyes was uh uh Orobosh- Orobashi, the Orobashi? Uh, the serpent. Yeah, and so she pretty much murdered her own dragon. That's so sad. I think that's I think that's kind of what it kind of comes <laughs> to. It's like, but I mean, if you consider the track record of the relationship between dragons and archons, is she probably made the right choice? Uh because Asaha yeah. hates Zhongli, <laughs> Apep hates Nahida, and then it's like, and then Stormterror's like, you know, Devalin is, I guess Devalin's okay now, since we fixed He's just him. corrupted, that's all. Yeah, yeah, so we fixed Devalin, and every, all the other dragons got, yeah, we, we hate these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe Rain just, uh, maybe Rain was like, we're just, you know, one step ahead of the curve. Yep. So we have, we basically, you know, help this elemental life form kind of remember where its home is 
and we figure this out, right? And we we know that their home is actually the dragon. The elemental life forms are like a part of Apep. And so that is our goal. Our goal is to go to Apep where that's their home. We need to, you know, um, we need to go there and bring them here. But Apep is corrupted by the forbidden knowledge that we learned about a long time ago, you know, in version, I think that was like 3.1 or 3.2. Um, and now Apep has like a huge void inside of it, much like the fungi, where Apep doesn't remember as much and is angry and corrupted and when we see Apep out in the world, Apep is literally the size of a nation. Oh, at least God, that's dude. what it looks like, right? Yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, "Oh my God!" But so there was two things that came to my mind. The first one was like, "This thing is enormous." Yeah. Like it is like this is what a, this is what a dragon should be. And the second thing that came to mind was uh, Shinron from Dragon Ball. Oh yeah. So it Heck popped yeah. up. I'm like, oh okay, yeah, this thing's about to like you know tell me to 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 name my wish. <laughs> so no, but uh, when that they first popped up, man, I was like I was very taken aback by the the fear the sheer size of it. Yep. So we eventually go to the chasm, and I know I'm like jumping around a little bit, but we do end up going to the chasm with Nahida. And the elemental life forms that, you know, we were traveling with before um, to get a little bit more information because that's how we pretty much find out that Apep is their home. Because we go to talk to a um, a Geo Shroom, right? Yeah, it was a Geo Shroom. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the Geo Shroom basically is like inside of the oozing concretions that were inside of the chasm and we're trying to like use the lumen stone adjuvant. You didn't think you'd use that again. And uh, we use that to kind of like disperse the oozing concretions. We talked to the geoshroom, but the geoshroom is just so weak that he dies. And then the hydro fungus that we're traveling with kind of like absorbs him. Yes. So it absorbs what's left of his energy to try and take him home. Right before he, I, I guess, turns into the withering. I guess is that what would happen? Like before, before he like completely, like, just, I think, like this corrupted because, like, didn't it seem like the uh, the ooze in the chasm was like another of the final shape that it would take? But it's based on like the energy from the divine nail that was in the chasm and its and its uh, environment. Yeah, the divine nail, like the effects from the divine nail crashing down in the chasm, changed like the into the form of oozing concretions instead of the withering. Yes. So that so was just another final form. So when they had it, so, you know, we'll take what's left of him. So, because their whole thing was like, it doesn't matter what form, if we have our energy, then we are still family. We are still together. Yep. Oh, and then they just like lose their memories and all that. That's basically yeah. it. But obviously, so, um, and so they use the crystal, they cleanse him and then they absorb him and, uh, the Geo Shroom then tells Nikita that uh, she made an agreement for it to uh, for her to protect it, uh, but when it went into the chasm, she could no longer do so, and that's kind of why the Geo Shroom was there. Um, and the crystal was made in cooperation with Nikita and its kind, and it could sense that Apep was uh, nearing its end. Um, but if they could restore the heart of heart of Oasis. Uh, Apep would recover, and so that's kind of why 
where we go back into the desert, into Sumeru, uh, to kind of stabilize Apep. Because Apep is just extremely angry right now. Yeah, because it was corrupted through the whole thing of the spike coming down. Because uh, they also touched on that with the of uh, the we ran into the other elemental life forms that were in the desert, and they like couldn't even talk. Yep, but they couldn't call. It, they couldn't do anything because everything they did, they had to modify purely for survival. Right in the in the new environment that because you know we, we learn you know that you know all of Sumeru used to be the forest. Yep, and. Then it then a lot of it turned into the desert, and that caused a lot of their corruption, which is what happened. Like you know, between the elemental life forms and Apep, it all played a big part in that. We get there, and I think we go to the place where everybody thought like Fontaine was going to be, because in the previous update we get there, and you're kind of just like locked out. You like go to the end of the like the tunnel, and there's just that big light. Oh yeah, and. Everybody's like, oh, it has to be Fontaine because Paimon's like, let's explore the area ahead of us later or whatever. Yeah, I remember stumbling on there. I was like, oh, this looks really important. Yeah. And so we actually go back there now, and that's where, you know, Nahida starts to talk to Apep, literally giving, no pun intended, Apep a pep talk, basically saying, hey, like, let us help you. Um, oh, by the way, the the key elemental key thing that she has, it's called a fire seed. Yes. Um, and she's still holding on to that. She's trying to use it, but the geo shroom that kind of died in the chasm, that the hydro shroom, um, like absorbed, did tell Nahida like don't use that, um, yet. So she still has it, and she doesn't really exactly like know exactly what it's going to do or what she's supposed to use it on, but. She keeps trying to use it, and everybody's like, don't do that. <laughs> um, but basically, Nahida finally gives Apep, like, a, like literally, like, convinces Apep to allow us to help her or allow Nahida to help it. I don't know if uh, Apep's a she, a he, I don't know. Um, um, it. Nahida? I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, yeah. Um, so Apep allows that and we just like we get sucked down into the heart of oasis yep um how did you feel about like this whole this whole next like sequence like the cut scene how did you like it oh dude I, everything about this entire quest i've really really liked just the entire transition the dialogue and the interaction between Nahida and apep um the 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 theme between Nahida trying to not knowing like having something important and wanting to use it without realizing that she shouldn't, but thinking she's doing the right thing, but at the same time like, you know it's like you know the the, the road with good intentions. Um, right. So just like the the entire interaction here was just really really good. I'm trying to reflect back on the actual cinematic itself. I remember, I remember Paimon and Nahida. Got separated from the traveler. Yes, that's and then right. Nahida was going to sacrifice herself, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was going to use her energy because the fire seed shattered. Correct. Yeah. Right. So she's like, "Oh no, that I was supposed to use this because it, the energy was very similar to her own dendro. It was like pure dendro energy. Yeah, just like just like that she that she uses." Yep, and um, the life forms are as well. Yes, 
Um, and then the fact that she used it and it broke means that she can no longer use it to help Apep. And she was like, I messed up. So now I have to use my own energy to make up for it. Mm-hmm. And the yep. whole thing is like, I thought that was real interesting that you got separated and that you ran around as Nahida with Paimon. Yeah, I love and, that part. Yeah, and then Paimon's kind of like, yeah, I don't think the Traveler wants you to do this. And like the Traveler, like your character is like somewhere else trying to do their thing. Yeah, it's like you're kind of like trialing Nahida, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, it, it was also just good just to get a different perspective. Like, here's what's going on while you are doing other things. Yep. So that that was cool. So eventually the traveler does come back. The traveler is like attacking monsters very, like very coolly. Um, and the two fungi arrive as well. The hydro mm-hmm. fungi that were with us and the animal fungi. Um, and Nahida's trying to sacrifice herself. Cause she, like Ram said, you know, she understands that like, Oh, she is pure elemental energy. She's going to do this. Paimon's like, no. And then the, uh, the hydro fungi, uh, basically replace Nahida and say like we're returning home basically and then and then that's when we kind of that's when the fight starts I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. then that's when we kind of get the weekly boss fight which you know we kind of talked about already but um, I thought that whole part was very good it, this game if this game does one thing right it's it makes you feel bad for creatures that you've been killing for a long time yeah. So and, um, also, also yeah. can we just say something when he just talk about, oh, well, I'm going to use my energy um, to restore him. And they're like, well, what happens to you? She's like, well, I'll return to the form that I had before I became the Dendro Archon. And they're like, well, what does that mean? She's like, well, if I turn into, I might turn into a twig or something. So if you can just watch over me and maybe we'll meet again when I grow up again. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> I forgot about that actually. So she's basically like group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's like, I might turn into a twig or or a seed or something, and I will have to basically regrow. And it's like, dude, Jesus Christ! Could you see? This is the thing that like I wish this, I wish Hoyoverse would do with some of their stories because it's not like these Nahida, yes, but like when and in specific parts of the story, yeah, these characters are with you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when was the last time? We saw Child last in uh, in Inazuma for with Shinyin with the uh, with that like domain uh, event, and that's the last time we saw Child, right? No, and, and that's, no, he was flirting with Yoimiya in Inazuma. Uh, yeah, but that was like uh, yeah, okay, so yeah, I guess you're right. That was very minor. <coughs> yeah, yes. yeah, but he he is still out doing True. Child things. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So anyway, my point <laughs> is, is we went so long and that wasn't even like that long ago, mm-hmm. but like we've gone so long without seeing a big character like child mm-hmm. that they could easily <coughs> make these characters just yeet out of the world mm-hmm. and have them go on some tangent of a storyline where they're, they disappear. They're not part of the main story for a little bit. And then they make it like an event or make a story quest for them to come back. And I said this when we were in the chasm and Xiao like sacrifices himself. No, Zhongli, do not save him. <laughs> let him fall into the depths of the chasm and let him just sit there for like a good update or two. And then we will go back in and save him. See, That I, would have been much better. What I think that would be good to do is like, 
if we did that, we did the event of like, you know, yeah, we're going to go in there and Zhao's missing and we're chasing him. We find him in the chasm and he's doing his thing. Why not do, oh, excuse me, a separate event or something to where we play as Zhao doing what he was doing? Yes. So we get that entire fresh perspective is like, yes, while you, you know, you're doing this thing and then you know, like. For another event, like, you know, meanwhile, back at the Justice League, you know, they, like they used to do an old cartoon. They would flash <laughs> off this other party. And it's yeah. like, you know, on the other side. And then it shows what, what they're doing, what, what you were chasing down. And then you come back. It comes full circle and you meet in the middle. Yeah. Or like it's an event where every day you unlock a new part of the, of the story. And like one day you are controlling Xiao and seeing like what's going on with him. And then the next day it's the traveler. And then you're, you're the traveler again and you're going down into the chasm to like find him. And you're like, it's, they can do a bunch of stuff and they need, they should have did that with Nahida. They should have let Nahida sacrifice herself. You don't see Nahida for a really long time because she's a freaking seed and you get a little seed in your pocket and she just grows up again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's kind of an extreme example because I'm pretty sure Nahida growing back from the seed is going to take like hundreds of years. You think so? Probably. Um, I don't know. I feel like they could just introduce some deus machina and it would be fine. Oh, they absolutely 100% would. Um, But no, but like the entire idea behind that, I mean, I'm cool with it. Um, But just in general, I would like to see more things of like, what are these major characters doing in the meantime? You know, I mean, yep. we get a little comes to like festivals, like, oh, hey, it's good to see you again. You know, I'm I'm fishing, or like, you know, what's going on? How's the thing on the islands with Kokomi and Goro? Um, is Jaya Miko doing it besides running the shrine? Um, what is Venti doing besides just drinking and being lazy? You know, it's. I would like to see more of these side characters and like just these adventures that aren't tied intrinsically to the traveler. Right. Yeah, so. Uh, and then after we, you know, defeat the corrupted form of Apep, we revitalize Apep. Uh, Nahida asks Apep how it became corrupted. Apep tells her that it and the others believe the forbidden knowledge would overcome the heavenly principles. And that the Dragon King Nebelung acquired it from the power of darkness outside Tavat. So we're assuming that that's the abyss, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and that led them into a fight with the Order, resulting in a massive war that nearly destroyed Tavat. We're assuming that the Order is the Heavenly Principles. That's what Or I, I guess Celestia, right? That's what I'm assuming. There was, again, I'm trying, I can't remember what it was, but I know specifically something that threw me off was the mention of demons. And I'm trying, I believe it was in regards to this part right here. And for the love, for the life of me, I cannot remember. Okay, we're going to read through it a little bit because it does get a little wishy-washy and there's a lot of, like, details in it, so maybe it'll stir it up. Um, but during that war, Nebelung was killed. Apep continued on resisting and acquiring more forbidden knowledge, only to be stopped by a giant spike that came from the sky. But even then, it did not stop because of King Deshret, who had learned and acquired the power from Nabu Ma- Malikata. Yeah, the goddess uh, of De- flowers. Yep. Deshret was allowed to build his kingdom in its lands under the condition that whatever knowledge he acquired would be given to it when he died. Uh, and then Apep still had regrets when Nebelung returned while the other dragons died, fled, or befriended the people that had destroyed their world. 
Uh, and we're kind of just assuming, you know, that Davalin is one of those dragons. I'm not really sure if Azdaha is one of these, but you could pretty much assume. I don't believe so, because wasn't... Because Azdaha was... was uh, Zhongli created him, didn't he? Yeah, I just don't know if... I mean, these other dragons, like Davalin and... Um... They're like pure elemental energy. Yeah, like, no, I mean, it, it could go either way, really. I mean, if you think about it, hmm. I mean, he is the Geo Archon. He could probably create a dragon. Yeah, I mean, probably. I I'm, just, I'm just wondering, like, uh, how that pertains to the other dragons. I, I, yeah, I, I don't see Venti creating Devalin. No, I'm not saying that every <laughs> single one is. Yeah, definitely not. I, I like. I'm just saying. I think that you know. I wouldn't say that all of them were created by Archons, but maybe as a dies, I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, some of them died. That could have been Orobashi. Yeah. Uh, it could have been Osile as well. Um, some of them fled or befriended the people. So that could be Devalin who has befriended Venti. Not really sure. Yeah. Uh, after Deshret's kingdom collapsed, Apep consumed him per their agreement, but it ended up reacquiring the apocalypse from him leaving it in pain and unable to analyze the knowledge. Um, and yeah, now Apep realized it had fallen for his trap. And then it decided to keep a watchful eye on Bjor and humanity, wanting to see how far life under the heavenly principles would go. Um, so Apep has been just kind of been on the sidelines throughout this whole thing, just kind of suffering and uh, hating the world because it's ruled under... The heavenly principles. Yeah, well, also a lot of because it it was corrupted from the knowledge that it had obtained from absorbing Deshret. Yep. So, but even now that it's awake, it's like, yeah, it's like now I understand. It's like, thank you for helping me. Um, but it's now it still was like I'm still just going to bide my time and watch. Like even after that, it was still like I do not forgive you. Oh yeah, the dragon still does not like Nahida whatsoever. No, no, it's very much like yeah, I'm going to be here, and one day all things will end, and I will see your end. And it's like yep. Jesus Christ, my dude, calm down. I think that this is just a stubborn dragon that will see things come to light and see just like how you know the adept I did in Liaway that you know the humans can protect Liaway, like how Ningguang protected leeway harbor with the jade chamber i feel like it's only going to you know accumulate to the point where like there's just all-out war against the abyss or the heavenly principles or the fatui at the end of this game and all the archons all the characters are going to come out and there's just going to be this like all-out war like avengers style i'd need this in my life I'm trying to manifest this as we speak. I to- and, I totally see it doing like the anime trope just, thing where it's like it comes back and it's just like, oh, we have to hear it's like and it sees Nahida's like, I am not here for you. It's like it's just like I'm here to, you know, fight the abyss or something. Yeah. And I mean think about it, it'd be great, right? Because like Apep hates the gods. Mm-hmm. And when I say that I mean Archons, but also hates the gods like Heavenly Principles and Obviously, Celestia for the for the nail. Sure. Um, and so if that if that is to happen, like I could definitely see Apep being like, "Yo, like you're the one who did this. I'm coming after you." And if Nikita's fighting them, I think Apep is gonna be, like, I think Apep would change 
their mind. I think so too. That's just me. At, at the very least, it would come back and it would just be on one of those the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind yeah. of arrangements. Um, but yeah, I totally see that kind of dynamic playing out. Uh, maybe it's just me being jaded on you know anime and video games. Yeah, but yeah, I one hundred percent see that happening. We leave Apep's body. And Paimon and Nahida remember about the Hydrofungi's family that we kind of left right outside of Sumeru City, right before we went on our whole adventure. Um, and we find one of the other fungi is there, and it's actually the child of the Hydrofungus that was absorbed into Apep, so that we could revitalize him, or revitalize it, I should say. And uh, the sad fungi remembers its name as Nur. Uh, making her realize that the elemental fungi left traces of it on Nur and that they would definitely meet again. So, and when they say definitely meet again, Nihita knows that she'll meet the hydro shroom that she traveled with this whole time again, not Nur again. Correct, because yeah. the elemental energy returned home and became part of Apep again. And they said even if the memories are gone, we'll still be drawn back together. Because the energy is still there, which is very heartfelt. I mean, this entire chapter was like very, very like bittersweet, we'll say. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it, it was very, very, it, even though this chapter was short, like you said, it takes an hour, an hour and a half tops to run from start to finish. Um, but it, it was very, very good. Yep. And so now whenever you go and you fight some fungi and they don't give you drops, you know that you just killed pure elemental energy that was supposed to return home to Apep and not an actual fungi. Yeah, yeah. Have fun clearing out the withering if you haven't finished out yet. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the game's been doing a lot of that. The whole, like, hey, all these monsters you've been killing, guess what? They have families and feelings and homes and things, too. How do you feel now? It's like, great. It's like, oh, what was They're it? Um, children. Yeah, or what was the um the last chapter we just did with... um, oh, Kari Bear? Yeah, Kari Bear, yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a doozy. Yeah, that that was really really good. It's like, oh, it, it just it's just trying to just twist the dagger a little bit more. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> always. But they're good. That's the thing that they're best at. Yeah, no, it, it's all they keep building. I mean, I am all for it, man. The storytelling has just has just just advanced in leaps and bounds in qualities. So yep. Okay. We're going to skip Wish of the Week this week. I still need to save literally every single Prima Gem I can for Baiju Pools. Uh, but on the 6th, uh, I'm going to be streaming on Twitch with my wife. She's going to be playing through the prologue of Genshin Impact, and then she's going to be doing my Baiju Pools. So. Eight days and 20 hours as of right now. Are you excited? Eight days <laughs> and 20 hours as of us getting the update, and then like another five days of me saving Prima gems until I actually pull. So it's going to be gut wrenching to just watch that banner go live and me not be able to pull. It's like very tough for me to do. Yeah. I've, I've been saving up everything. I think I'm like 30 into pity. It's like, I could build pity, but I'm just going to wait and just save everything for the banner itself. Maybe I'll get lucky. Yep. Uh, all right. Question of the week. I think we decided on the golden apple archipelago. Yes. Cool. So this question is by Ghostly Loves in our Question of the Week channel in our Discord. They asked, what characters would you want to see in the next Golden Apple Archipelago event, and what do you think happened that got them there? 
Have you had like time to think <coughs> about this like at all? Uh, not really. Um, the just because of how outlandish the arrangement was in the last one. Um, like Mona and Fischl go together very well, and you can see their ties into Mondstadt with like Klee and Alice and stuff. Yeah, when they pulled in Kazaha and Zinyan, that was very, very left field for me. Um, okay. Now I did appreciate it, um, diving into their backstories and seeing their histories and stuff. That was yeah. really cool. Um, some of the mechanics I didn't really care for, like the island swapping and stuff, um, kind of drove me up the wall. Yep. But as far as like characters, I would like to see. I'm gonna say. I guess if you look at it, like with Kazaha and Zinyan, we could probably like say like one five star, one four star. Um, so if I had to pick... so two five stars, two four stars, you mean then? Oh uh, yeah, I, I guess. I, but I tell you what, okay. you, you pick a five star and a four star, and I'll pick a five star and a four star. Okay. Um, um I want to see like interactions from like I feel like some of the archons have these like characters that are like not extensions of themselves, but they have like right hand, like they're like their sidekicks. So like Raiden Shogun, you have Kujo Sara. Um, so I'd like to maybe see like those kinds of people and those kinds of characters together. So like maybe like Kujo Sara and then like maybe Xiao who would be like, Zhang Li's like right hand man. Okay. And then I don't know like who Nahida's would be. Like maybe Nilu. Nahida's just like so much in her own element. Like her and Nilu had like some interaction, but not a whole lot. But like Nilu like co- like completely believed in her when like nobody else did other than like Dunyazad. Yeah, yeah, there's pretty much Dunyazad and then Nilu. Um, and then, like, I don't know who would be, like, uh, one for Venti, though. Like, that's the only thing I can't get. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, Venti's very much kind of his own thing, too. Um, yeah. It's really hard. Like, uh, I think Nyanko, and I agree with Nyanko. I would like to see something with Rosaria. Um, oh, that's true, yeah. The thing, like, we saw Rosaria a little bit in the last Windbloom event. And I love mm-hmm. seeing it. the thing is like Rosaria is such a stoic character. It's hard to get a lot of story and stuff out of her. Now I heard like she played like a little bit of a bigger role during the whole Dragon Spine stuff. Um, but I wasn't here in game for that. Mm, or, I mean, I was there for Dragon Spine, but or maybe I'm thinking maybe you, uh, I was catching up on stuff then still, so I didn't really take part in the event. Yeah. Um, so I would like to see I would like to see Rosaria take more of an active role as opposed to lurking in the shadows just being all like I'm watching you from the shadows and that being like the epitome of her character development. True. Um, yep. That's like a good that. one. I would like to see an excuse on the archipelago like we did for Fischl for Eula. I would like to see more of her diving into her past and her separation from the Lawrence clan. Yeah. Um, because one, Eula just needs a rerun because I think she's the longest running at this point as of this recording. I wasn't here for the Dragon's Mind stuff to see her interacting with like Albedo and everybody else. It was good. I yeah. liked it. But I yeah. seen I seen the cinematics and it looks great. 
Um, so good. But I would like to see her diving into like, oh, like, like you know, we saw like official things. We saw official like with like her family and like with her parents and her thing of like her family demanding that her she grow up out of these fantasies and her breaking off and you know losing herself to these delusions and stuff. Yeah, and I would like to see that with Eula as she grows up amongst the Lawrence clan and then separates herself and tries to amend for what her family did in the past. Um, I think there's sure. a lot of potential back there to dive into. Um, uh, maybe I'm biased. Uh, I really like Kooky. Um, I always have. I wouldn't mind. You saw a little bit of her history, how she used to be a shrine maiden, and they kind of touch on it some. Um, Wait, she was a shrine maiden? I thought... Uh, Kooky Shinobu? Yeah, that's one of her hangout oh, things. You right. get the picture of that's her in right. her shrine maiden outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, I do. I do. Yep. Yeah, and, and uh, you talk to like her sister when they're trying to get ito to take down his posters and stuff from the shrine (laughs) i do remember that um so i would like to see more of like her maybe like her history with her family and her what she did with at the shrine um also need a need a shrine main four four star skin for that so that'd be great oh that would be cool yeah it's a good one yeah very much please um so i yeah i think i'm gonna cop out and say those two um because we just got a lot of we just got a lot of Kale. We just got a lot of Sucrose, and I was very happy to see that to come up for two characters that I didn't care a whole lot about, and it really brought them together for me, and I really appreciated that. Yeah. Looking back now, I like it way more than I did when I first saw it because I I was just really hung up on, like, Kale and Amber, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Well, the thing that I liked about like, I'm a very extroverted person. I'm not a big introvert, so it's kind of hard for me to resonate with these characters. To where yeah. they're yeah, where they're kind of like, oh well, I don't want to talk. I'm nervous. I have you know public speaking issues and stuff like that. And so when they come, they're like, well, we don't have to talk. We can just sit here and just watch the clouds and be quiet. And then she'd be like, yeah, that sounds great. And then they just sit there. And I personally, as a person, I'm kind of like, I don't understand this. This kind of makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, realize like this is good for their characters and they like it and they are resonating. And I really appreciate seeing a different perspective that I, as a person, didn't have before. And yeah. and that made me watch these two grow together, helped me appreciate that dynamic, you know, that kind of mindset. Something that's different from myself where I can, like, watch Ito, you know, be an extroverted jackass. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, look at this idiot go. And, yeah. and I resonate with him on more levels than I should. Um. So just having these events and where like you dive into Mona's background, you dive into Fischl's background, you dove into Kazaha and his things with his family and his travels. You dove into Zinyan, her music and how she was kind of ostracized for being in Iraq and her wild hair and things like that. And it, it, it really uses these events to make you appreciate these characters more, to give them more depth, more personality, more for you to, to latch on to. And I, I and I want that for characters that we don't get a lot of. I want to like I like Eula for her design, um, for what I did with her with her hangout event. That was really cool. Um, and I want to appreciate Rosaria more because I have Rosaria at ninety. I like playing as her. But other than like I'm like you know a nun assassin, I don't know anything about Rosaria. <laughs> yeah. And so I would like to see him dive. Why is Rosaria the way that she is? What does she actually do behind the scenes? You know, give me more to appreciate this character more than she looks hot and she does cool stuff. Yep. So yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I kind of ran off of that. <laughs> yeah, that was a very yeah, good. That's fine. Question. No, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> like, 
way better than 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 me. I'm just like give the 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 teachers pets of all the archons a chance. <laughs> no, I've not, yeah, just see all the dragons just come together. We'll have a big dragon fight. And I'm I'm all down for that. <laughs> that that you guys can be they mean us battling fungi event. We'll just have giant dragons instead of fungi. Yeah. You guys want to leave a question for us to read on the show and give our thoughts on it. You guys can join the Discord and then head over to our question of the week channel, drop it there, and uh, we you know create a thread and then everybody hops in, gives their thoughts on it. It's a nice fun discussion, and we'll read it on the show. All right. Other than that, we would like to thank our patrons. We have Muffy, Bustin, Nyanko, Flame, DJ Ages, Soupy, Neku, Ran. Hello. Thank you, Ran. You're welcome. Penguin. And Raichiha, thank you guys very much for supporting the show. It's greatly appreciated. Um, it means a whole lot to us. Um, thank you for supporting the show. Other than that, Ran, where can our listeners find you? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter at ThatRanMan. Um, I'm also helping run, you know, the podcast Twitter. So if you don't know that we have a Twitter, find it at, you know, at HoyoCast and interact with us. We're slowly growing. We try to get a, I try to get a little couple posts going each day. Um, I fall a little behind on the weekends because that, that, that's me time. Um, hey, you then, enjoy that VU time. I, I do you enjoy deserve it. it. Yeah, I, well, I try to earn it a little bit. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a little dabbling of streaming on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash thatranman as well. Um, still working on getting you know things like cameras and microphones and stuff. But if you want to see me do my dailies and weekly bosses, you can come in and I'll try and chat with you as best I can. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much about it for me. Sweet deal. Uh, look out if you made it to the end of the show. Thank you, first of all. Second of all, if you made it this far, definitely check out Star Ward, a Honkai Star Rail podcast that is coming up. Pharaoh is starting that um, with a buddy of his and potentially, I think, one other person. And I may be guesting on there every so often, but uh, that is soon to be launching. I don't exactly know when, but keep an eye on that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your, uh, your podcasts. I'm sure it's going to be there. Um, other than that, next week, I don't know. We'll probably get some more info on Baiju and probably some of the stuff that we're going to see in the next update. And we'll probably talk more about the world quest in 3.6 and all that good stuff. Oh, um, there's so much to cover in the new, in the new world quest. It's fantastic. Yep. It's so good. Um, but other than that, this has been another episode of the resonance. We'll see you guys next week. At Astra Abbasask. At Astra Abbasask. Mm-hmm.